Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. It's time to stop making excuses. The peace of mind you get after a colonoscopy is worth it. It's the best way to prevent and detect one of the deadliest cancers. In fact, your doctor can remove precancerous polyps during the procedure if necessary. That's right, before it even turns to cancer. No buts about it. Get a colonoscopy at 45 and follow up every 10 years or as recommended by your doctor. Find a location or schedule now at avera.org colon. Richard, hi. It's hi. Time for, it's podcast time. So that means hide your Who kids, used to do that? Who used hide to do that? your Who wife. Used to say- what? We used to do that. Come on. Richard, it's podcast time? No. Richard, what's happening? Richard in a voice. Richard, Richard what's, that from? what's happening? I have no idea. Tommy Should I boy. know? Tommy boy. Yes. Richard, what's happening? That is really good. And when you All just right. said, it's podcast time, what's that? I don't know, dude. You're asking me. This is way too much. My brain's going to explode, and we didn't even start yet. You're doing a Paulie D impression. Paulie Cabs D. are here. Cabs are here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was Tom. You just did Tommy, a Tommy Boy and a Jersey Shore reference. Whoa. This is clearly a podcast, not for kids. Okay. It's about kids. It's not, no. we're not talking about the Jersey Shore. We're not talking about Tommy Boy. We're talking about, uh, about kids, not for them. You have been warned. Bam. What's your name? Honestly, just just love living somewhere, guys. Just I want to tell you that. You're living somewhere. What are you talking about? No. I, well, you're living I, in a bunch of different places right now. But, I mean, you still have a roof over your head wherever you go. No, of course. You know, I'm just saying be grateful that you have, like, one place that you are in every day. Right? One that home is, base. That is your home base. Because right. I'm doing, as you know, or you might not know, we're doing renovations on our house in California. So I've been staying in Texas at my in-laws house on a farm where you have some calves one whose name is penis penis thanks to my daughter yes yes so i'm just i'm out of place i don't know how to describe it people could be the most hospitable people could be welcoming and loving but you can't permanently be a guest no you can't and you probably and what are they what it was in a movie or it's like one of those sayings like uh, house guests are like fish after three days it start they start to smell right like you say you just <laughs> do you smell yet rich you're in oh, yeah, a little bit little, uh, little thing. <laughs> no but even something like that you, you start to be like well you're using their shampoos and and soaps like you're not even in your own smell yeah right so you're starting to smell like you, them even you do you feel like you smell bag. like your mother-in-law <laughs> you have a toiletry bag like you're in a hotel but it's right. very long term it's right yeah. Like I just am so anxious to be able to sit on my own couch. Yeah. Lay in my own bed. Oh yeah. Yell at my kids in my own place. Talk dirty to me. <laughs> Talk I mean, dirty far, in my own place. How far how far away from that are we? I think maybe two maybe like six weeks. Oof. All right. You can do this. I believe in you. Um, right. Also, quickly speaking, this is Have Kids, they said. I don't think we mentioned that yet. Yeah. Be, Hola, what's up? Hola, it'll be fun, they said. Um speaking of the talking dirty. 
Matt got so excited we get the nanny today and he like comes into the room and he just shuts the door and he locks it and he looks at me and I was like, no, no. And he was like, come on, please. The nanny's here. And I was like, Parker is in our bathroom right now and she is shitting. So if you feel like doing it while your daughter's right behind that door, <laughs> let's get it on, baby. Wow. Um, yeah, it just can't get away. So, um, By yeah, the way, man. Can, can we call out liars? Sure. Fuck you, liars. I want to call it liars. All right, let's call it number out. one. Yeah. Is the married person with multiple children that acts as though they're sexually active all the time. Yeah, it's false. I mean, we're lucky if we do it once a week. And I, I try to push for that because I just feel like I'm like a horrible human if I don't. But it's not easy. And especially in the pandemic, it's even less easy. But yeah, with, with kids, no, it, it doesn't happen as much anymore. Who are these people? Yeah, I don't know. Who's Isn't saying it? Do you have people telling you this? No, you people telling you? Who are these horny people that are like, oh, yeah, like, you know, like multiple times a week. We got kids and everything. Like, who are you? Yeah, I mean, some people are able to turn it on and turn it off more than others. I am not one of those people. Like, it really takes me a minute to, like, relax and, like, get there. Like, I'm not, I, I can't. And you need to be able to do that if you have kids. You need to be able to turn it on and off. And I'm not that, I'm not that can I? Can I tell you? Sure. The daily routine of my life. And I, and I, I know we're going to get people looking down at their phone saying, oh, oh, man, him and I live in the same life. <laughs> okay. All right. It's the put the kids to bed. But you're really going to bed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's us. You know. I mean, you don't. And then, see, you always make fun of me. You always say that I'm such a loser who, like, goes right to falls asleep on the couch. Like, that's you now. You can't no, keep your I, eyes open. I'm, I'm saying my wife every day has the intention of I'm going to put the kids down to bed and then I'll come back out into the living room wherever the hell I am. Oh, and you go but to sleep with them. She never reemerges. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she goes in, but she never comes yeah. back out. It's like eight or nine o'clock, and I'm like, "All right, any minute now, Sarah's gonna come out here. We could start a movie, or you know, have a drink or something." And it's like, "Well, it's nine thirty. Well, it's ten o'clock. Yeah, she's out. It's done." And then I just like, do I, then then my decision is, do I let her sleep where she is, or try to even give her the nudge, like, "Hey, like, come to bed." Oh, I don't get that. Matt comes in, shakes me awake, and goes, come out and have dinner. We're watching a show or go walk the dog and then get into bed. I don't really even get anything like, oh, honey, oh, she's sleeping. No, he, like, comes in and is like, wake up. Like, he's annoyed that I would have possibly fallen asleep. You lay in a dark room with a child listening to a sound machine or whatever the fuck your kid listens to, and I dare you not to fall asleep. Um, my, kid I listens dare you. To, uh, my kid listens to Ja Rule. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so cool if she did? <laughs> Yeah, random, random 2000s artist. Like, yeah, my kid just really loves uh, Baby Always Girl, on put time. it on me. <laughs> my, my kid loves uh, Nelly as yeah. well. <laughs> my, my, my kids love uh, 90s rappers. Uh, I'm sorry, 2000s hip-hop pop stars. Wait, were you still on the morning mashup? Because if you don't know, Rich and I used to work together. Did, were you still on the morning mashup when Nelly came in and we played a game where every time we asked him trivia questions and every time he got something wrong, he had to put a Band-Aid on his face? No, I was not there for that totally humiliating, like, I'm, I can't believe he went along with it game. God, news alert, he did not. I ended up putting um, a band-aid on my face every okay. time. <laughs> every Good. time he got something wrong. Yeah, he was not feeling it. But he was okay. He was cool putting the band-aids on my face. Um, all right, man. Uh, this is this is week 10 million of the pandemic. Actually, this is the, this is the week, this is like the anniversary of when we first went into lockdown, right, this week? Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy I love anniversary. you. Oh, Are no, you... I'm not talking about the pandemic. I'm talking happy one-year anniversary of Joe Exotic. Being <laughs> no, it was not. It was not a year. We had a little bit of time into the, the pandemic. Yeah. Also, quickly, before we get into what we hate, 
are you team um, Meghan and Harry or team um, the Queen? Say it. I need to know. I hate and if when you, s- you ask me questions about shit I don't care about or shouldn't care about. I don't care if you but don't care. But I will care. say this. I feel like the royal family is something that we should care 0.0 about. I think. I- any I American did. That, any American that gives their attention towards a royal, weird, archaic, stupid fucking situation in another land is wasting their time. However, I will say this. I love that they're starting to expose the racism yeah. and craziness. Yeah. Like, the fact that there was someone in the royal family that questioned the color of the baby? 100% Prince Philip. I watched it Not just Prince Philip. Sorry, like, Prince Charles. Not Prince Philip. Not Prince Philip. Prince Charles. Um, yeah, 100% Prince Charles. Who was okay. it? Do you know? They, they won't no, say who I, it was. I think it is. It sounds like it was. I mean, all things lead to Prince Charles when I go back and I and I try to do, like read into everything that they were saying. I don't know. I was fa- I don't really care about the royals, but I was fascinated by the whole Oprah interview. Okay. Anyways, let's talk about what we hate. Okay. Let's okay. Let's get into what we hate. Um, why? What are you laughing at me for? I'm, I'm laughing at you because you are one of the people that like, oh, who cares about the royal family? Meanwhile, you you are invested. I'm only invested since the Oprah thing. Before that, I didn't give a fuck at all. I never like read any of that stuff. Yo, okay. no, know what they pretty much pointed out that what? every family has like that racist uncle or aunt or someone, right? Like, 100%. like everyone's got everyone's got one shitty person in their family. Yeah, or, the or royal multiple. Pretty much, the or royal multiple family shit. pretty much was like, yeah, we had like some random person that was like questioning the color of a baby. Yeah, that's I can't I can't even talk about it because it makes me feel awkward and I want to go get in the fetal position. Okay, something that we did get to do that I was super excited about is we went back to the movies last weekend. Oh, yeah? So Friday night, one of the movie theaters near us opened up, and that movie, Raya, Raya and the Last Dragon, not Raya, what am I, like, Boomer? Um, Raya and the Last Dragon opened up in the theaters, and listen, it was like us and maybe two other families with like th- two or three people in them, but that was it. So it felt like it was our own theater. Um, and it was kind of sad to be honest, but I do believe people will go back to the movies eventually. But anyways, it, we, we could have watched it at home. It was out, like you could watch it on Disney or whatever it was out on, but we decided to go just have the experience because it felt like an activity to do with the kids and get them the fuck out of the house. Um, looking at another screen. So we are watching and I'm sorry, spoiler alert, something horrible happens to this poor girl's parents yet again. And this is what I hate. I hate that no matter what movie I watch, what Disney movie I watch, I have to have a death conversation with my kids. We might have discussed this Mm. quickly, but whether it's like Frozen or Bambi, or I mean, honestly, go back to almost every, at least Disney princess movies, and something horrible has happened to the parents. And they sometimes explain it. Sometimes it's straight up, they just died. With Anna and Elsa, they got lost at sea. And this one, in this one, again, I don't think I'm spoiling that much, her dad turns to stone the fuck man and then it's just like gone like Yo. turns to stone and parker looks at me and is like and i was like i we're not doing this right now i'm not having a death conversation with you i just hate it why does disney do it they're they're blatantly for kids death is not for kids why are we talking about this bambi was a sad one when we were kids it's horrible but you know probably what? the you know worst what? one probably the you, worst one i think no because you don't see it the roughest one to watch with from a kid's point of view Lion King, Simba watches his right. dad yes. fall and die and get trampled. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's not just the dying. They had to do the tramp. Oh, my God. Dumbo, too. Remember Dumbo? Oh, God. Disney, why do you do this to us? And by the way, you're talking about these Disney movies and dealing with death and trying to explain it to your kids. The craziest part about Frozen is that they address the parents dying 
during the sad music or musical interlude to do you want to build a snowman <laughs> yep and the way that they do it is it's like a big as a picture in their like castle of of the parents and they just like pull a um pull like a curtain down over them yeah now no now they're dead no they're, they're, they're they 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 uh present the painting it's like they're dead here's a painting yeah. of them yeah and it's like do 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 but like not that happy it's like super fucked up and, and then they go right back to do you want to build a snowman it's like <laughs> mom and dad just died no chill died. it's horrible i just like it, it's just like a very basic thing like you're disney you're serving children and so like why is that always at the center of your universe in movies it's just it honestly like she looked at me and i looked at her like don't even start kid like she knew i was like i don't want any fucking questions about death right now i cannot handle it plus you know i've told you the infamous story about when my grandmother died and I, we went to the funeral and i told her that we were going to say goodbye to my grams and when we got there at the funeral she said where is she and i was so upset i said She's in there as they lowered the, the casket into oh, the ground. She no. was like, she's in there. She thought we were just going to go say goodbye and like hug her. Oh. So like death is fucked, man. Don't put it in Disney movies. What are you doing? I'm with you. Thank you. I feel you. Thank that's, you. That's something to hate. I'm, you know, Nicole, I'm all over the place today because I'm thinking of a million things. I'm trying to remember when I first learned about death as a kid. Yeah. For, for people my age, if you're roughly 40, I know you're a little younger, Nicole. Even though you look forty, um, fuck you! Kidding. I am not forty yet. Kidding! It kidding. is not you look happening. Fantastic. Although Parker did say the other day, "You're going to be forty soon." I was like, "No, I'm not. Not even soon." It's a it's a blatant lie. Keep going. Mr. Hooper on Sesame Street. Oh my God, Mr. Hooper has aged, man. Right? He's dead. What do you mean? Has he aged? Oh, you're, sorry. You're thinking of Bob. <laughs> Bob, but Mr. No, but, Hooper died, and I remember that was like the lesson of like what he happened has to Mr. Aged Hooper. into the ground. He aged to die. <laughs> No, but I still watch some of the old episodes because you can watch them um, on HBO. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think that might be, I don't think I remember that he died to be honest. And Maria, they're all just like gray, which is like very sad because when we watched, they weren't. Yeah. Anyways, Disney, stop with the Disney death. I'm done with the Disney death. Okay. Hey, Rich. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What do you hate? (laughs) No, seriously. What do you hate this week? I just went on quite an angry tangent. I apologize. Yeah. No, listen, we're, we're all over the place, but that's fine. ADD podcasting at its finest. <laughs> Seriously. I, I mean, we're both scattered parents. By the way, when people said like mom or dad brain, I was like, I don't know what that means. Yes, you do. I can't remember shit now. Someone will be like, hey, what did you watch last night? And I'll be like, you know that movie with the uh, the guy and the girl? I'm like, am I brain dead? Well, it's bad when we, in our profession because we're both on the radio for a living like and like doing yeah. podcasting and audio entertainment. So when you're like literally sitting there talking, you're like, so like I got into my, uh, you know, the thing that has wheels and the door and you can oh, like- the, the car. The, the car, a car. Like when you can't think of basic words, you're fucked, man. It's bad. Do you have That's... a little more sympathy for Stanley T who you work with on the morning mashup now? <laughs> Zero. Zero oh. sympathy. Yeah, that's a different type of brain. It's a different type of mom so, and dad brain. Let me tell you about what I hate this week. And again, I'm, I'm going a little serious. You're, you're going death in kids shows. <laughs> I'm going that I feel like I'm not growing apart from my friends. But I feel as though I don't relate to the friends where I live the way I could relate to my friends in Texas or New York. Let me give you a little backstory. Okay, I'm from yeah. New York originally. Yes, we know. I moved out to Los Angeles, but Correct. my wife's from Texas, and that's where we're staying now. So all of my wife's childhood friends have kids that are like two, three, five, seven, six, like, you know, elementary school kids or, or babies. In New York, you 
our buddy Mark, my high school friends, yeah. my college pals, all on the East Coast, have little toddlers, kids, infants, right. or whatever, right? We could go out, grab lunch. The kids could play while everyone's chatting, having drinks. Right, right. In L.A., all my friends and my circle of people are all, like, roughly 40 with mm. no kids. Interesting. And well, it, I mean, I it's think L.A. It's, I mean. Yeah, but I think it's to the point now where I feel like I've so – I'm growing apart where I have so little in common – with these people. Well, this is a problem seeing as you just bought a house there. So are you, yeah. and you're seeing like where you are in currently in, in Texas. I mean, is there a possibility you'd ever just like switch it up, sell that house and maybe stay in Texas? Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm only out there for professional reasons, you know, so that I could become right. a, the next host of car sharks and, uh, <laughs> or a hundred thousand dollar pyramid and, uh, you know, be a big TV star. But no, if I, I have talked to Sarah about like, if, you know, if, if in a couple years, I'm working at SiriusXM and and podcasting on my own and doing stuff where I don't need to be in Los Angeles. Right. I feel like we have a such a better circle of relatable friend situations in Texas or New York. Interesting. Like, think about it, Nicole. You hang out with friends that have kids also a lot of times. Yeah, no, almost always. And that's the only way. Like, it's all about how can we hang out, have, like, adult hangs slash adult sleepovers, drink but also at the same time, make the children happy and have fun. As long as they're playing and we're drinking, all is well in the world. So if you that just, can't happen, what? You just described the social situation that happens down here in Texas on the weekly. Hey, you right. want to meet for breakfast tacos? Yeah, we'll go to that place. Uh, it's a place called Herbert's, by the way. It's oh really God. good, but a what terrible, a lame name for a taco place. It's a Herbert's? terrible name for anybody. I'm sorry if there's a Herbert listening. Herb. At least call it Herb's. But they have a playground in the back, so we'll, we'll go have breakfast tacos, a couple drinks, and the and the kids are in eye shot right there yes. on the playground. Dream, it's dreamy. Now in LA, when it's like, I have friends, it's like a Wednesday night, and they're like, "Yeah, you want to get a drink?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's like bedtime right now for my kids." Like, well, you know, you just said our friend Mark. He, they used to they have a kid now, but they used to like be like they used to live down the street from us, and like we'd have we had the, both the kids at this point, and they'd call and be like, like I don't know, Friday night, and just be like. Yo, come downstairs. We're at this bar or something. You want to have a drink? And I'm like, yeah. You know what? The kids, will, they'll just take care of themselves. We'll be right there. They're just, they're sleeping, but yeah. we'll be right down for a cocktail. Like, yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's, it. You have to start to hate your your crew if you don't have that anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like an, like an overdramatic bitch, but <laughs> the reality is, I, I feel as though. When your friends and you start going down different life paths, you're still friends. You're still best right. buds, or yeah. you know, they're still your girlfriends, Nicole. But it's hard to hang with them the same way if you're living different lives. And I, I feel like it. where I live in LA, all my friends are like 40 with no kids, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code WELCOME to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code WELCOME at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com. Oh, so, dude, um, did you have parent... Oh, you don't have parent-teacher conferences, do you? Because you... Emmy's like... Well, Ben's, like, still kind of blobby. He's one. And Emmy's only, like, in, like, a little preschool thing, right? By the way, did you see on my Instagram, at Rich Davis, Ben taking some steps? I did, and it was the cutest. And when Sarah let go of him, like, she had her arms out and she let go. And I was like, oh, my God, I wish this video was in slow motion. It was very sweet. It made me cry. I'm going to put it in slow motion just for you. Please. Can you do that? I don't know if you can take a video and then change it to slow-mo. You could. Sure so, you by can. the way, side note. Um, yeah. My daughter's three and my son is one. No parent-teacher conferences, but anytime they go to daycare or preschool, they send them back with like little notes every day or every week. And I'm always, I'm always wondering if my kid's really well-behaved or they're just mailing it in. Yeah, I don't think that they're mailing it in. Like, I think that you, from what you've described, and I'll tell you because I had a similar situation with Keegan, but what, like, I think from what you described, Emmy sounds like a good girl for the most part, even with you. And when she's bad, it's not that bad. Yeah. And I find that kids are usually better when they're not with you. So when they're with like a, like a, a counselor or a nanny or a teacher or someone like at like some extracurricular activity, they're usually just better behaved for them. And then they're just fucking little assholes for you because you're their parent. So no, she they, they... probably is very good. They're checking off like all. It's like a little one sheet. Like, what's her temperament? It's like, happy. Uh, Emmy was the 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 school the class leader today for the walk. Yeah, and she did this and she did that. I'm like, who's this perfect child you're describing? Oh no, man, that that's a hundred percent. And plus, it's like their job to like constantly keep them active. Like we give mm -hmm. up and we don't want to do it, so they like resent us. Yeah, watch Coco Melon. <sighs> exactly. Here's your iPad. Um, so, okay, so we had, uh, this year obviously is very annoying. Normally you could like go into the school, kind of meet with all the teachers quickly or just have one big parent-teacher conference. I got, now it's like you met with the remote teacher. So I met with Parker or Parker's teacher that she meets with in person and her remote teacher and then randomly her music teacher this year. And then I had Keegan's remote teacher and then his in-person teacher. It was a whole ugly mess. Anyways, let's focus on Keegan's, okay? What do you, Let, what? Let's what? first focus on me because I got to tell you. Oh, I your hair is looking loved. amazing. I loved my hair does look good. It does. Um, my memories of parent teacher conferences were amazing. I looked forward to them. The because you were good. I was such a good kid. Yeah. <laughs> so why, and why are you even questioning about me? I was such a good kid that I, where, where some kids are like, oh no, parent teacher conference, I'll be exposed. Ah! Yeah. Like, I looked at it as like, all right, everybody, tell my parents how fucking great yeah. I am. And rich on display. And uh, here, mom, is where you're going to meet with my social studies teacher so he could tell you that I'm fucking great. And then you're going to go to see my English teacher who could tell you what a great vocabulary I have. Oh, and then you're going to meet with my music teacher so he could say, Rich really has been practicing his saxophone. <laughs> his do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do's are so I, on I used point. to love the idea of like, the idea of my parents being in the school was always weird too. Like, you know when you would forget a book at school and you would go there afterwards? Anytime you were in your school, yes. not yeah. during the regular school hours was always totally. like, ooh. Yeah, no, totally. Well, Keegan, as you guys have know, are growing to know, he isn't always a great kid. So I was worried from my parent-teacher conference with him or with his teacher, sorry, not with him. He wasn't a part of it. So I went in and I kind of, we sat down and she kind of was like, 
quiet and it's like kind of awkward. It's weird because you're not talking to them in person. You're sitting with them on a freaking Zoom screen like we've been doing for the past year. And she kind of just was like awkward, kind of like, we might have been like the 10th one that day because they do them all in a matter of like a day or two. So they must be over it and exhausted. So she's kind of looking at us and I'm like, it was like this awkward silence for a second. And I was like, oh, um, I got to change her name. Her name will be Doris. We'll call his teacher Doris. So Miss Doris is like, I don't know why I said Doris. So Miss Doris is like, so, and I was like, I, it's all right. How bad is it? How bad is it? He's really bad, isn't he? Like, yeah, how, is you're he just. Le you're leading, you're leading I her know. down a path. I, I was so nervous. You guys know the stories about him. He isn't good. He's a bad kid. Like. He's, he's not like a bad kid, but he's just challenging. And so she kind of looked at me and went, what? Like, 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 how could I say that? Like, he's an angel. What is he so, doing? Is he smoking cigarettes on the playground? He's four. Well, like, I, was like, is I was like, is he spitting? Is he kicking? What's he doing? And, and Matt looked at me like, you fucking asshole. She proceeded to give him like this most glowing review ever. So, you know, he's super into his numbers. As you've heard, he's just like the count from Sesame Street. One, two, three cookies. Ah, ah, ah. Anyways, so he is, and she said that. So I was like, oh God, he's like the weird rain man who's like, you know, like just constantly counting and pointing out the numbers of everything. And she's saying he's, you know, he now he's into addresses. So he like, he knows his address because we taught it to him. And he is asking other kids what their address is and all the teachers what their address is. Now they're in preschool. Normally that'd be kind of like weird, but like yeah. they're telling him because it's the numbers and it's important for kids to learn their address. So there they use it as like a learning experience. So at lunch, he goes around and asks everybody their address. And she goes, you know, she goes, yeah, so it's very, very cute. And then Matt goes, are you ready for this? Matt goes, yeah, he came, he actually, rem he remembers him. He comes home. Um, he told us your address, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so... <laughs> And then he looked at me and I was like, and like, he looked at me like he was like, why did I say that? Like he was trying to make a funny because it was kind of awkward and it is always awkward, especially now. But he was like, yeah, he came home, he told us your address, just so you know. Huh? And he's like a weird little like creepy laugh. And then I was just like, shut the fuck up. I, I, I muted us for a second. I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, I, I'll finish. So like now, and she kind of was like, <laughs> like she didn't know what to do or say because he just made it like he was going to stalk our freaking kids preschool teacher. <laughs> so just saying, if um, we're making a do's and don'ts list, don't tell the teacher, your child, that you are going to stalk them at their home because you know where they live. I feel like <sighs> parent-teacher conference. Uh appears to be a nightmare for everyone involved meanwhile like i told you i loved him as a student because i was a, good, a yeah, good student but right. i'm reading a lot of articles nicole where teachers are relating to each other saying how they don't look forward to it now if i was a teacher i'd be so anxious to to put a face and and like an attitude to the parents of these kids like it, it almost would probably make sense like if right if little johnny is like an annoying piece of shit and then all of a sudden like you know, Carl and Barbara come in and they're like, hey, what's going on? You're like, oh, that's right. why Johnny's a little piece, piece of shit. Of shit. Right. I right. feel like right. I would I would love to connect the dots as a teacher, be like, oh, cute little Cindy. Oh, look at her. Her mom's gorgeous. Her dad's like the, you know, her dad's like the handsome business guy. Like, I feel right. like I would love to... To match up the kids and see why, if it makes sense, their behavior in school. Okay, I get that. I feel but like wait. from a psychological standpoint, that's fun. But there, I found the to-do and to-don't list for oh, you teachers. Oh, you did? Okay, wait, just so quickly, I just, I think I did two don't things, right? So you don't lead with, I'm, hey, so my kid's awful, 
My kid's yeah. an awful human. And you don't tell the teacher that you're going to stalk them because you know their address. Good. Okay, put those on the don't list. Next, what do we got? Yeah, and don't be like, how you doing to your teacher? Your, your <laughs> kid's you teacher. Doing? Yeah, no, don't do that. Not cool. Or, or I wonder, though, if a mom could offer to get her kid extra credit, if you know what I mean. Seriously? No. You, you no. had to. No. Or also, don't um don't be one of those people who goes long and keeps asking like annoying questions. They these these teachers literally have like the eight to ten minutes and like they're timed. And I know there's assholes who are like, okay, one more thing, and it goes into the next person's time. Don't be that asshole. Don't be that asshole. And and by the way, don't be uh don't be delusional that your kid's perfect. Yes. No, I I mean uh, it, You went yes. in the opposite. You were like, is he terrible? Like there's probably <laughs> yeah. people that have uh little lamp wick remember the right. bad kid from pinocchio yes like, <laughs> yes there's probably there's probably parents that have crappy little kids and they're like my kid yes no what little johnny would never do that oh lucy no she's my angel yeah you don't want you don't want to do that come on all right here's what you should do okay be prepared to cite specific examples of their work or behavior because parents would be like well give me an example like if you're like yeah keegan's uh you know, Keegan's a little boisterous. What do you mean? Have an example Tell because right. Matt okay. or you is going to be like, well, what do you mean? Okay, so, so, like, so the teacher should have examples yeah. of to back up whatever they're saying. Okay, good. Okay. Um, sandwich negative information because parents never want to hear how bad their kid is. So, so the Don't old Don't leave with like, the bad stuff. Positive, negative, positive. Got like, it. Keegan is super creative, Nicole. Right. I mean, he can be loud and, you know, kick other kids. He but does he is also he helicopters a very much a leader. He helicopters his dick every once in a while, but you know what? It's just, you know what? He's just getting some extra energy out. Yeah. Be tactful. Mm -hmm. um, communicate any concerns with clarity and sensitivity. Um, display your display all the students' work and don't leave any students out because some parent might be like, where's my kid's artwork? Right, right. Emphasize the positive. Keep the focus on the kid. Don't talk about other kids. Okay. Okay. Like, well, I know that so-and-so does this. Right. You want to try to focus on that one kid. That Do makes sense. Do all the talking and then at the end ask the parent for feedback. Don't let the yeah. parent lead it. See, that was a weird thing because one of the teachers was like, so let's just start. Like, what are you hoping that like Parker will achieve this year? Like that. And I was just like, well, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. You're the parent or you're the teacher. Sorry. I'm the parent. You're the teacher. Tell me what's happening. I'm not, I'm not the teacher. Also, you know what's something that I did weird? I don't know why this happened to me. But it was the end of the night. The music teacher that I had the parent-teacher conference with, Mr. I'll protect his identity as well. Mr. Um, Mr. Tony. Mr. Mr. Whiskers? Tone. No, Mr. Yes, Mr. Whiskers. Mr. Whiskers. I was sitting. It was the end of the night. and I had worked yeah. out. I already showered. I had all my makeup off. And I was like, oh, this is so annoying. I had to put on a little bit of makeup for Mr. Whiskers. And Matt's like, you're not putting a makeup for Mr. Whiskers. Like, you're not doing that. And I was like, I look hideous right now. Like, I don't want him to think, like, I'm, like, a schlub. And, like, I, Matt told me, like, who cares? Like, we're at home. This is the beauty of the pandemic. And I feel like I regret doing that. Like, I wish – I feel like Mr. Whiskers was judging me the whole time because he thought I looked, like, schlubby. And, like, I didn't look, like, pretty and, like, cool and, like, professional. Sorry, Mr. Whiskers no longer wants to fuck you. Sorry, Nicole. Oh, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me ask you let me ask you one more thing about the parent teacher conference and we'll move on because I, everyone's going to deal with this at one point or the other or another if they have kids or you know or a teacher right um do you do you feel as though you need to take what the what the teachers are saying 
very serious because look at it this way. No. They're just other grown-ups, right? Like you're a you're a 30-something-year-old mom, Matt's a 40-year-old dad. All these teachers are just other adults that you know, like if you look at a teacher, right? Th- this sounds like I'm not trying to sound like a dick, but if you look at a teacher and you're like, my teacher's history teacher is a jerk off. I don't really care what they say about my kid because I don't like them. Yeah, well, you're going to have those, but then you're also going to get ones that are, like, very young. Like, you know, she has, like, one teacher, like, her remote teacher is very, very young, like, straight how, out how of college. Young? How hot? Yeah, pre- that was the how, one we had that we had an issue with, remember? Because Matt was like, whoa, Ms. Uh, Ruby is super, super sexy. Um, no, uh, yeah, you don't... I, the thing is, is you can't take it too much to heart, but I think that you need to listen to what they have to say. They're with your kid a good majority of the day when they are in yeah. person, and they are getting to know them as a, as a person, and I think that... They know a few things that you don't know. So you got to find a happy medium. Oh, by the way, Nicole. What? I have a theory. Yeah? You always have theories. You have so many Rich Davis theories. I have a theory that Dr. Seuss. Oh, gosh. I have a theory that the people that run the estate of Dr. Seuss. Yeah? Are geniuses. Why? You know how they recently took like a handful of Dr. Seuss books out of out yeah, of production. Yeah, said that they were racist. They said they also just said he was straight up racist. Like that was that's what the the narrative is at the moment. Yeah, but I mean, they're still doing Dr. Seuss week at my kid's school. They're, you know, Dr. Right. Seuss has a lot of great children's books. Right. But what they've done is they have deemed six books not appropriate. Right. Whether it's racial images or like a lot of those, like not even books that we've ever even like Dr. Seuss books that we know, like by name. Aha! Aha! And I'll tell you why. Here's the fun of it. Here's the genius of it. The genii of it. Oh, if you're the estate of Dr. Seuss, and you realize that some of these older books have, I don't know, like an Asian person with uh, like slanted eyes and you know racial depictions and right 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 whatever i get it i get it it. they are now saying i'm gonna get rid of these books so what does half the country do half the country is like i hate cancel culture and the other half goes and buys all the books so books that no one cared about they turned into dr seuss book this wasn't green eggs and ham this wasn't the lorax these are like the bunk collection of dr seuss now you have people on one side of the political aisle that are all like Aha. Yeah. They're going to get rid of these Dr. Seuss books over my dead body. Right, and right, now, right. People are ordering these Dr. Seuss books that, that no one ever would have given a fuck about. Yeah. Never would have given a fuck about. It's like it's like when they took away Aunt Jemima. Who gave a fuck? But you know there are people that are that fake care. They fake care like, "How could you do that?" I'm telling you, it's like a reverse thing. So I almost want to think about what could we say, Nicole? Like, I don't know. I don't what think I'm as smart do? as Dr. Seuss's estate. The fact that they're even throwing me into the realm of, of 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 that possibility is very sweet of you. I don't I don't believe that I have the brains to be able to come up with something that genius. Like maybe if we're like, yeah, they, they, I think they're gonna, you know, Nicole said something a little crazy. I think they're gonna cancel have kids. They said <gasps> then half the people will be like, cancel it. I hate cancel culture. Everyone's gotta listen. Like oh maybe gosh. can we start that rumor and then everyone will subscribe? Oh my god, have kids they said will literally be a national treasure. See? I'm just okay. saying. All just right. saying, just throwing okay. it out there. And one last thing before uh before I forget, I wanted your take on it this week. Because it has now, to do with parenting. Kicking like whoa today. It it has to uh it has to do with parenting because uh he goes to find his illegitimate bastard child in New York. Did you watch Coming to America? I didn't yet. We're going to watch. The, I promise we're watching this weekend. I know I, I blew it. 
loved it. Everybody the does. People that hated it, I don't know what they were expecting, Nicole. It was it was fantastic as far as like reminiscing and nostalgia. So there you go. Wow, you'll enjoy it. Okay, I'm super excited about it. I know it's gonna be really really good. I loved the first one more than anything in the world. Um, are you and Sarah in a fight or are you okay? Because I know I know it's very hard for you that she's now kind of she's been busy. Like I feel yeah. like busy not just with the kids now. She's like kind of got a little work thing going. She she's working more. And at first I was like, fantastic, because it's like, well, more money for the of family. Course. Of course. And for a long time, she was just doing the mom thing, and I was the sole breadwinner. Right. And now she's working as well, and there's a part of me that's like, stop it. Because I'm so, I'm so used to her not being so busy that oh I'm used God. to being able to live my life. I don't want your life. I don't I, want your life. Sarah, you don't want my life. I need to be able to get away from these damn kids. You know, don't get me wrong. It benefits our family when she works and of course. extra money and better for the better for everything. But I would imagine a lot of couples, maybe every couple at some point goes through this where both parents are working full time. One parent's working, the other's right. a stay-at-home parent. There are times where someone's working part-time, the other person's working different hours. Listen, it's life. I get it. But when you're so used to one way, any adjustment to that is going to make the person that's always been working be like, like, hey, is it even worth you working? Did you say that to her? Please I tell did. me you didn't. Don't, please don't to, tell me you said that to her. Well, then I started breaking down. I was like, well, you're doing oh. all this work. And if you break down oh. how much work you're putting in, like, is it even worth it? Tell me you, did, you said that to her. Oh, I, God. I, okay. I okay. Listen to me. Listen to me. I know what you're talking about. And I know you because even trying to get us to record this podcast every week can be very challenging. We're, we're both very busy. You more than ever. And I feel as though that you got very used to because she would kind of just took care of the kids. You got very, very used to just being able to be like, oh, got to do this. Sorry. And throwing the kids at her. And you now having the kids thrown at you is like, oh, oh. <laughs> you're kind of you're like on overload freaking out like you don't know what to do but like don't say that don't say that to her and diminish what she's doing when she probably has something that's like making her like helping feed her identity and making her feel like she's got something else besides the kids because it can be very lonely when you only have the kids it really can know what you're saying is right well then don't say something so fucking dickheadish well, I, as, as, as my wife said, stop acting like you're babysitting your own children. Exactly. That's exactly what you're doing. You know what's funny? Sometimes poor girls will go, we're going out for, um, I'll say I'm going out for dinner with some friends or something. And she'll go, who's babysitting me? Daddy. And I'm like, he's not a babysitter. It's his job to take care of you. It's my job to take care of you. When we hire someone and we pay them, that's a babysitter. Daddy's not babysitting. He's yeah. just home. Sarah did point out that. For years, it's been like anything I need to do. Like, oh, I got to make this call. I'm going to go grab a coffee. I'm going to go do this. She's whatever like, whatever you like, wanted, whenever you wanted. Yeah. Like yeah. last night, last night she was on a Zoom call that went late. And I was like, I had to like get the kids ready for bed and do all this stuff. And I'm like, what's the deal? The, your, your wife sometimes didn't get to take a shower. That's how crazy she was with the kids. As you ran around, gallivanted around taking calls and Zooming and interviewing celebrities and doing your, your your show. And I mean, don't you give her a second, okay? You're a dad, okay? You part, you, you, it, there was, it took two to tango, all right? You put your penis, it's that you put the P and the V and you made those babies together, okay? Yeah, I, oh I, I don't know. It's, listen, it's an adjustment for everyone because I'm not used to, I'm not used to someone else being like, hey, I gotta do this. Here, watch your kids and, uh, 
They're all yours. Go. Yeah, get used to it. Remember, just you remember whenever you say or about to say something so fucking visceral, like, is it even worth you working? Just think about putting the P in the V. You did that and you made a B. The P went in the V and you made a B. Do you understand? Put us, put, put us at even no, worth it. No, it is worth it. She needs this. She's working. She's contributing. Shut your fucking mouth. Oof, I, I want to slap you through this Zoom screen so bad you have no idea. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right, so you said that. That's pretty bad. I, I, you can't say that shit, okay? I, I, did she look at you and say, did you really just say this to me? Because that is some fucked up shit, Rich. That, that would be, I would be in a fight for no less than 24 hours for, if Matt said something like that to me. We don't, we don't stay mad at each other long, but I Ugh. did... I did go to break down, like, is the money worth it? Okay, well, rip up those pieces of paper and shut your mouth. Like, if you're working okay. this many hours. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill and, you. And uh, you're supposed to be working this, but you're doing extra stuff. Like, you know, you start thinking about, like, come on. I, I don't know. You're making my life harder. All right, so that's pretty bad, and you've got my blood boiling a little bit. But um, I I think possibly what, what Keegan said this week what he sang was worse than that. It was worse than saying something so horrible to your your lovely wife, Sarah. Um, I literally stopped and was like, oh no. So we're hanging out and like the kids are, I'm like cleaning shit up and all, of, I, I, I'm trying to get, I gotta get them ready because we're going somewhere. And so I'm like picking out clothes and Keegan's like in his underwear, kind of like walking around in circles. It's just like picking up things and throwing them on the ground, just wreaking havoc like he is <laughs> vaunt to do. And all of a sudden I hear him go, macaroni in a pot. That's some wet. That's some wet. And I, do you know what song that is? Uh, I believe that is WAP that by would Cardi be B. WAP by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Now, he did say that's some wet, that's some wet. He didn't say that's some wet ass pussy, which is actually the chorus of the song. But the fact that he knew the lyrics, macaroni in a pot, that's some wet. The, the clean ver I'm air quoting. The clean version is that's some wet, that's some wet. They don't say that's some wet ass pussy. Um, so he doesn't know that part. Thank the lords or Lord. I don't believe in many. But, um, but, but hey, you, uh, you what? play that music on Hits 1 and, and don't blink an eye at it. No, we never played WAP on Hits 1, okay? We oh, really? Played, never played WAP on Hits 1, on Sirius X and Hits 1. Oh, it wow. Is, no, no. We, they couldn't because we'll always do the cleaner version on our pop channel because that's what they can do. And they take bitch out turns to B or they just bleep it out or it just... They say it differently. So did you play the clean version or no version? No version. Because oh. if you break down the lyrics, there is nothing clean about this song. Every oh, yeah. single lyric is vile. And I don't know where he heard it. And I don't know why he knows Macaroni in a Pot. There you go. So now you understand why Macaroni in a Pot. Um, that's some wet, that's some wet. And I looked at him and, I, and the first thing I said was, no, don't sing that which means he's going to sing, sing it all day fucking long. So he's walking around singing about wet ass pussies without actually saying wet ass pussy. But like, oh, why does he know that song? And Parker said she showed it to him. So there's mom that. of the year. <laughs> so I think we might have to start uh, monitoring the old iPad use a little bit closer, the old YouTube use. Again, she showed him the clean, uh, air coding clean version, but you don't want your four-year-old walking around singing macaroni in a pot. That's some wet. That's some... It's a very catchy song. I mean, I don't blame him for wanting to sing it, but <laughs> yeah, four-year-old should not be singing about pussy. Just FYI. No. Lessons learned. Yeah. All right, Nicole, I think it's time to give me a minute. Do you mind?
No, yeah, of course. Let me just get my trusty timer out. Let's see what we got here. Okay. Speaking of parent-teacher conferences earlier, yeah. remember when your teacher said, what do you think? You're going to have a calculator in your pocket? I mean, look at this. Thank you, Guess Steve what? Jobs. Rest Guess in what, peace. Guess what, yo? Yeah. We I do, did. bitch. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Go. Um, there are a few times in life where you just have to pay an exorbitant amount of money for something so not worth it just because it's for your kid right i'm not even i'm not even talking about like the expensive price of daycare and schooling and all that right i'm talking about something as simple as picture day yes we have our picture, picture day coming up. think about all the great pictures you take of your kid life has changed nicole you have better pictures of your kid on your iphone on your tablet than any person that goes to a school and takes pictures of kids could get Right. The best picture of Keegan and the best picture of Parker are not posed sitting on a <laughs> sitting on a stool with a laser background <laughs> in a school photo. Meanwhile, I was like, "Oh, sure, sixty-six dollars or sixty-eight dollars sounds we, totally normal for like shitty photos of my daughter at school." We all do it. I debated not doing it. I'm like, I have to. That, that's the most absurd thing I've ever heard in my life. The fact that you just even debated not doing it. What is the matter with you? You have to do it. Yes, our pictures on our iPhones are way better. But like, it's that photo that's just like, it's that memory. It's just kind of like when you go on vacation, you have vacation, like you have a picture of you in front of like, I don't know, the castle in Disney World. You don't need that, but it's like you were there. It's I don't know. It's like oh, the, it's sweet. The Me on Splash Mountain, thirty yeah, bucks, you... perfect. Need it, need it, necessary. All right, okay. You get a minute um, to vent. What do you got before we get out of here? Okay, so um, you can okay. go. By the way, I've started your time. Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. So in the um in in the morning when I'm up at the butt crack of dawn when nobody else is awake and I'm doing my radio show, everybody is sound asleep. This morning. Keegan happened to be up at the same time, which is 6 a.m., which is way too early for him and for me to even have to be dealing with him while I'm doing a national radio show. And um, I'm exhausted. I'm not exhausted. Well, I am exhausted. I'm exhausted every morning of my fucking life. I still throw like a full-blown fit every time my alarm rings. But I usually order food from a little deli downstairs, right? Because I like to eat first thing in the morning. I wake up hungry. I'm just one of those people. When you used to do the radio show with me, Rich, yeah. you know this. You used to order immediately. We were always hungry. So I order myself a little bacon, egg, and cheese. And all of a sudden, I hear like the knock at the door. And I hear Keegan go, come in. Come in? You're just inviting the bodega deli guy to come into my house at 6.15 a.m.? <laughs> Don't, you're not coming in. And I ran out and I was like, oh my God, like, thank God I wasn't on the air. Like, what if he did and then stole him? Like, I just, I, and I looked at him, I was like, what do you mean come in? He was like, well, you always tell that somebody to just come in. And I do, if like the nanny gets there, if we have friends coming over, we just say, they knock and we say, come in. But like, not the deli guy. Do you, deli man, you are not invited to my house. Do no, not no, come no. in. No, my daughter did the same at the park recently. Like she was playing with some kid she met, I don't know, 30 seconds earlier and like followed the kid to their van. And I'm like, what? Whoa. No, you told us this, I think, a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Oh, I was like, were, yo. Then you had the stranger danger talk. Yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I, I'm exhausted. I'm like sweating from this episode for some reason. I'm exhausted. Always exhausted. I feel like no, I've been I through realized, a war. I realize we've passed the easiest years of our life. Is that the saddest statement? It is. I don't want to talk about it anymore. If you've enjoyed it, subscribe. If you still have the best years of your life ahead of you, subscribe. Uh, we've got new episodes for you every single Thursday. And hopefully you're enjoying being part of the Have Kids They Said and Become They Said family. Yeah. If you love us, then hey, tell a friend. Rate us five stars. Leave her review all that good stuff kelsey albright is our producer who uh is super awesome we love her, Die for her. 
I'm Nicole Ryan. You can listen to me on the Morning Mashup weekday mornings when you wake up at 6 a.m. on Sirius XM Fix One. I am Rich Davis. You can listen to my daily podcast. All the details at Covino and Rich. And, of course, on Sirius XM Pop 2K. When you want to hear your fair dose of Nelly or Kelly Clarkson, yeah. I'm your guy. I'm your guy. Have kids, they said. Yeah, it'll be fun, they said. It's a Sirius XM production. Sirius XM Podcasts. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and Sirius XM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and Sirius XM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.